Oh, baby, we are back. Humans of Higher Ed, podcast episode number 3,954. At least that's what it feels like. What is time? What's up, everybody? We're back. The whole gang is here. Billy? Everybody say hi. Let's do it. Billy, what's up? Uh, it's t- Tuesday. When we're recording, it's Tuesday. Yeah. They might be listening. Who, who knows when they're listening? It's going to be Wednesday, but who knows if it'll feel like Wednesday. Joel, what's good? Hey. Awesome. Great check-in. Jason, what's up? Great. Not much. <laughs> Days are a social construct. Uh, it might as well be Friday. It might as well be. No, Every day feels like Friday to me. I don't know. Every day is kind of Saturday when you get to wear soft pants. <laughs> soft pants. It took me a second to process what soft pants meant. <laughs> you know, it's the opposite of hard pants. Yeah. You have to wear hard uh, yeah. pants to work because that's a uh, business casual. And on the weekends and at night, you get to wear soft pants. That's true. And now we get to wear soft pants whenever we want. See, I'm. Is there something wrong that my pants are never hard? Is that is that like a personal problem? Is that something I need to talk I, I to texted, someone about? I texted friends recently that my hard pants are getting very tight, oh. meaning that like my business pants are getting tight because I'm gaining weight because I'm just sitting on my butt all day drinking and snacking and not doing enough outside. And but it, hard pants are getting tight. Sounds very different over text. Yeah. <laughs> because normally your pants would kind of expand with you slowly and gradually, like yeah. the cotton would stretch out. But now when you're just pulling them on every four or five days just to make sure they still fit, that's not that, that erosion is not going to happen. Yeah. Do you just put on pants to check to see if they still fit? Really? You've never been fat, have you, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legit. I'm going Billy on this one. Those of us in the big boy club know that you have to occasionally try something on to see if it's still in the rotation or not. Yep. I just assumed it just always magically fit. Thank you for opening my mind. Um, I see you. Um, I hear you. Um, yeah. And I will check my privilege. I have, I have had years where I have worn everything from a 38 to a 48 in hard pants. <laughs> Those are big numbers. Papa likes to eat. <laughs> yeah. I remember. That's all we have today, folks. Yeah. Hard pants. I was gonna say I remember when I got to thirty for the first time and that was like six months ago and that was a big deal for me. Growing I probably up. got to thirty the first time in like fourth grade. Yes. <laughs> I remember I I don't remember a lot about like early childhood, but I do remember being in the doctor's office with my mom and the pediatrician being like, yeah, so Mike, you know, he's, he's like husky for his age. And I distinctly remember my mom being like, we can see his rib cage. Why would we say husky? We can see his cage. <laughs> she was very upset. <laughs> you could still probably see your cage, Mike. Yeah, it's not going to happen here, Jason. Nice try. I tried. It was worth it. No regrets. So how's everybody doing with like week five? Is there, let's like go around the horn, do a little check-in. How are people, how are people feeling? Joel, lead us off. You can, you can battle. Why do I have to lead off with the depressing stuff? It doesn't have to be Um, depressing. It doesn't have to be depressing. It doesn't. You you make it depressing, Joel. Yeah. Yeah, that's on you, dude. I do. Um, Week five is 
just like all the other weeks, time is a construct. Um, we're in for some good weather, I think, after a really nasty storm passed through last night. Um, so I'm looking forward to like being outside, which will be nice. Did you guys lose power? Did anybody lose power this week? No, I didn't, but some folks at work did, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we did, briefly, uh, very, very briefly. Um, I also live in an old three-story Victorian house. Mm-hmm. And every time the wind would blow, the entire third floor would, like, shake. Kind of felt like being on a cruise ship from hell all day. Um, and, yeah, I still had to do Zoom calls in the shifting uh, house wind. Good times. Like, do you call in sick if you lose power? Is that like a, sorry, boss, I can't do any work today. I'm in the 1800s. I, I should. Has anybody... Because uh, I don't work. Uh, <laughs> anybody that's working, <laughs> has anybody uh, called out yet in your office? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of my staff have called out. And last week I put in the request because people were uh, definitely, I think, starting to feel the stress yeah. to call out, right? Yeah. Like, it, it feels weird to take a day off, but dear God, like, we, we would have taken the days off anyway. It's April. We're tired. We're crabby. After big events, you need a day off. So yeah. still do it. I just can't imagine. I totally agree. Especially just like mental health days, right? Like those should be taken. I just can't imagine crafting that email being like, hey, I know I'm putting in minimal effort to get to the office every day uh, and will not get anyone else sick, but I can't respond to emails today. So I'm going to sit this one out. I just can't imagine sending that. I, what would be amazing for me is to uh, take a day off and move from the home office here uh, to one door down into the non-office <laughs> and uh, spend a relaxing day uh, exactly where I already am. <laughs> In soft pants regardless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God bless the soft pants. <laughs> Billy, you mentioned last week you were on vacation. You're back at work, right? Yeah. Yeah. First day back today. Yeah, how's the commute? Uh, not a lot of traffic. <laughs> you know, I had, to, I had to wander around the dog a little bit, but uh, she uh, she gets out of the way if I if I just give her a second. So, taking uh, well, it, what's your uh, best piece of advice for other people taking vacation in the midst of a global pandemic? So, I'm one of those I'm one of those like all peek at my emails kind of guy on vacation. Like, I'm not going to do much work on vacation, but like I'll at least like keep a you know keep a pulse on things. Don't do that right now. Yeah. Soft pants, no email, nothing. Don't even like look at your work computer. Just just leave it in its little laptop case. Yeah. What's just, the What's uh, the best thing uh, you made to eat on your vacation? Oh wow. That's and what I need to eat. I'm saying this because I saw some pretty cool stuff on socials. On my on my Instagram, where yeah. it's basically just now me taking pictures of my food, which I never did before, but now that it's the only thing I do in a day that isn't you know staring at a screen, feels like I should take a picture of it. What what, you, what have you seen? Should I pull up my those Instagram chicken wings, and, baby? Oh, I did make chicken wings. Yeah, I was talking I about those chicken, chicken wings, wings twice. That's right. I ate chicken wings twice, once in the oven with a with a finish off with a little time on a on a hot pan to get a little crisp, uh, and then once out on the out on the grill, I I grilled up some chicken wings for the first time in my life, and I don't know that I'm ever gonna 
not grilled chicken wings again. It was delicious. It looked good. Yeah. And I feel like, Bill, your Instagram can be described as uh, meat, dog. A lot of meat. Or meat. A lot of dog. Bear, your dog. And then. There's the dog, yeah. And then weights. Meat, bear, weight. Yeah, Yeah. I I get that. Yeah. 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 That should just be my Instagram name. Follow me, bear, (laughs) weights. But just say, uh, Joel, just say live, laugh, love. Yeah. That's, that's really going to attract a, a different crowd than I think you would have <laughs> yep. there, big guy. Yep. <laughs> going to be a lot of hard pants on that thing. Yeah, <laughs> hard tight pants. I like, I like that the two straight is like uh, two straight guys in humans of higher ed. you say you like that there's two straight guys in humans of higher ed? No, I like that the two straight guys, Billy's got meat bear weights and... Mike is mask for mask every time. So. <laughs> you know, I actually, I mean, this is going to be heartbreaking news to the gay community on Instagram, but I don't think that uh, that camp's going to happen this summer. So this will be the first year that I don't post my mask for mask every, usually the second week of July, mask for it, mask. I'm I'm trending on Instagram once It'll once always be in our hearts. Yeah. Maybe I'll throw up a memories photo. <laughs> in our hearts <laughs> yeah in your hearts uh J- jason you see or i guess this is for anybody anybody watch anything cool this week do you have like a content update friday night after uh the friday night watch of rupaul's drag race which was madonna centric we went down a deep dive and maybe watched about three hours of madonna videos on youtube until it was like two in the morning and uh that's when we all realized we were all really old yeah. <laughs> um, old and old and tired, just like Madonna. Strip. Wow. Did you go in chronological order? Did you go like in quality order? Is there a difference? <laughs> uh, there's absolutely a difference in quality based on uh, chronology, but we did whatever the uh, YouTube algorithm gods okay. gave to us. Nice. Because uh, typing is very difficult at, at one in the morning. Uh, so you the, the YouTube YouTube gods uh, giveth and taketh away, and you just do what you can do. You're just along for the ride. Exactly. Take you on any like weird veers to the left or right down the Madonna path, or was it pretty predictable yeah. the whole way through? Yeah. Did you, did you watch? Did you like living on a prayer, and then some like right wing Madonna remix or something <laughs> living <laughs> on a prayer that is a Bon Jovi song there uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when I said living on a prayer I meant like a virgin that's what I was he was, he was halfway like there I, was, <laughs> I love Bruce Springsteen uh, you are so close once again with uh, the Jersey State is so proud of you right now. Um, they're going to troll you on Twitter. Uh, we spent most of our time in MTV Video Music Award performances. Oh, nice. like That's a good deep dive. If you just dig through old VMA performances, there's some some A-plus content out there for you. The VMAs used to be legit good. Like I remember being excited for the VMAs when I was younger. Oh, yeah. Because people gave it their all. It was a production. Yeah. It was good stuff. I remember those days. I think he Bon Jovi sang once or twice. And he probably won because he's the best. Was there any, uh, was there any League of Their Own, like, behind-the-scenes featurettes or anything in your little oh, deep dives? 
Sadly, none that we found, but how amazing would that have been? Jamming out, and then all of a sudden it's like Penny Marshall and Madonna talking about, you know, what it takes to make that movie. With this used to be my playground softly playing in the background. Yeah, see? That would have been a good Friday night edition. It's a deep cut. You know they're doing a a League of Their Own becoming a TV show for Amazon? What? With uh, Darcy Carden. She's in it from um, The Good Place. Janet. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'd be curious that to see is, when that comes out. That is A plus news. Yeah. It should be good. I think. I don't know. Whatever. My my level of good is is dropped dramatically. I'm just like, anytime anything new comes out, I'm like, okay, I'll watch all of it. Sure. What are you watching right now? Man, I just watched the uh, first season of Rome. On HBO, anybody see oh, Rome yeah. back in the day? Back in the day, yeah. And I, so I imagine when Rome came out, it was probably like this is prime television, like peak, peak stuff. And watching it back now, it's kind of, I mean, it's still the acting's still really good, but like the way that they like cut from scene to scene, you can tell they didn't have like a ton for a budget. Like they got to like a big war scene. This is a big battle. And it was just like one slow motion shot, and then it was like fade to black, and it opened up, and it was like, and Caesar won. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> this felt like it was supposed to be a big moment. Like Game of Thrones would have done a ninety minute battle, so you could just see it's a different time. It was a different time. But I watched the first season in like two days, so that's twelve hours. I can't yeah. commit to that much TV. You, if you don't, um, if you don't have a job. <laughs> it's a little bit easier. <laughs> it's a little bit easier because, like, that is like that's my job now. <laughs> and I'm doing great. Inspiring everyone with yeah. employment today. Yep. <laughs> Anybody else watch anything weird? Uh, I watched uh, Peter and the Wolf, narrated by David Bowie. I don't know. I don't know why I needed to see that, but I did. I needed to see it. I needed it. Because I was like whistling it all day long, the you know that part, like the the Peter part of Peter and the Wolf. Yeah, not the Wolf. No, I just I just had to have YouTube clear it out for me. I was just gonna ask where you saw that. It was on YouTube. It was definitely on YouTube. I just YouTubed Peter and the Wolf, and there was one that was like David Bowie, and I was like, can't go away with the not watching that one. Yeah, can't imagine you find a better one. I'm never gonna know because I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> I got it out of my system. I'm Peter and the Wolf out. <laughs> full wolf. Nothing weird on my end. Just um, watched Onward on Disney Plus, which was supposed to be in theaters, but they released it just digitally instead because theaters don't exist anymore. Um, and it was good. I liked it. Yeah, highly recommend. Good. Not weird at all. A lot of fun. I saw a lot on social media about it. People seem pretty excited. It's very sweet. It's, it's very sweet. It's fun. That's good. Um, it's on my list. I'd, I'll definitely watch Onward. To support Disney. I don't know why I said it. We don't need to support Disney. But. <laughs> it's actually brought to you by Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving their $8 a month whether you watch it or not, Mike. So. <laughs> four ninety nine. What are you talking about, $8 a month? I don't, I don't know. Come on, man. I don't know. It's the best. I have someone's password. <laughs> it's I free know. if you have Verizon. Yeah, that's true. Did anyone uh, do Quibi when that came out last week? 
No, I refuse to. I refuse to get into Quibi until I'm on something on Quibi. <laughs> uh, oh God! <laughs> you should be a contestant on the game show. Oh, uh, with so Matt, Matt Rogers. Yeah. Oh man, that's so good. Matt Rogers so, so is so funny. For those of you who don't know, there's a, a show on Quibi, which is the uh, mobile app TV station, where every episode's like. 10 minutes. There's a game show, G-A-Y-M-E, where they bring on straight guys who have to act gay, I guess. I don't know. Um, You'd be so good, Mike. Okay. Thank you. I think so, too, first of all. And I won't turn down any sort of job. (laughs) But... I feel like it was okay for you to say that, and I feel like if I described the show, that that there, it would be problematic. If I was like, "Yeah, they just bring some straighties on to do some gay stuff," we'd be like, "Wait a minute, you can't do that." But the way you said it, everyone's like, "You know what? That's great. That's good content. We should all be watching it." Uh, I'm just angling for a writing job on the game show. There you so go. if you're out there listening, uh, drop me a, an email. It is. He's very. Did uh, were you a fan of Matt Rogers prior to? Did you know? Yeah, him? Uh, from La Culturista. Yeah, with Bowen. So good. Yeah, highly recommend. Both very funny. Very funny people. Uh, did everyone watch uh, the live Saturday Night Live or not live, but quarantined SNL? Uh, yeah, I actually watched most of it. It was cool. I mean, I, I enjoy seeing people try to do new. It was like refreshing watching them have to be funny in that way i found i uh i just have to uh go to their their zoom sketch which might be the most accurate representation of my division of (laughs) i have ever seen everything that i've been feeling for weeks was replicated in a zoom form for the world to see on nbc on saturday yeah ad bryant's a hero that was she was so funny in that sketch she was so a hero just to begin with. But now I'm totally afraid because we have shenanigans on our calls always. Who's going to be the first person to bring their call into the bathroom, <laughs> not realizing that both the camera and the mic is on? It's going to happen. Has, has anybody even Zoom bombed yet? Oh, uh, yeah. Our, our office was. Uh, so. Was it by someone you knew? Like, was it a planned thing or was it a, a true... Just stranger. It was it was strangers, and so we had been doing um, office hours every day from one to three, and just having different staff sitting in a Zoom call. And if you wanted to come and see them, you could. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say ten or so children popped up, like children, um, and they were all screaming. And they had money in their hands, and then there was an Elmo doll. No, real. Like, they just had, like, cash in one hand, and then someone had, like, an Elmo doll. And then they were all yelling, and it was indecipherable. And then we all walked off. It was very exciting. I, that's awesome. How, like, what what type of children are we talking about? Like, like five-year-olds or, like, 12-year-olds? Toddlers. I'm, <laughs> toddlers yes they were uh <laughs> 18 months uh, old in cash <laughs> uh no they were i would guess between 10 and 12 okay so i mean the, the story's weird but like if it was like five-year-old zoom bombing you it gets even cooler yeah 
I was talking to I some friends. Were five. I was talking to some toddlers show up. <laughs> I was talking to some friends who were high school teachers, and they were saying that uh, people were zoom bombing their classes, and it was like straight up nudity coming in. And I, I just like can't imagine where you're like, you know what, you know what I need to do today? Because it's not even like you're talking with friends about going to do it because no one else is with you. So you are alone plotting, being like, I'm going to pull up my laptop and whip out my penis and I'm going to show it to a class. <laughs> like, no one else gets to enjoy that moment with you. Not that it's a good moment that we should be enjoying, but I understand how you get talked into something like that and egged on versus like, I woke up at 830. That's the other thing. It happened between school hours. It's not like this happened at late at night. This was a daytime penis whipping out. That's wild. Uh, those things can happen, Mike, when the sun's up. It's true. I, I only see penises at night. I've never seen them during the day. <laughs> You're so pure and innocent. Uh, it should be the title of the episode. I only see penises at night. Anyways. Okay. Like a genital vampire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anybody else having any weird Zoom stuff? Check back with me next week. We're moving all of our uh, enrollment management and recruitment stuff to Zoom over the next two weeks. Oh, wow. And so I've got a couple of Zoom appointments over the next few weeks with uh, prospective parents and students. And I can only imagine the shenanigans that are going to happen. So looking forward to that. That's going to be pretty good. I do wonder how many kids or students, prospective students, uh, that you will be interviewing that will have a parent also there or a gar- an adult with them. Oh, all of them. Yeah, so that's going to be pretty fun, just having like two people in, in the camera. I'm going to enjoy that. Oh, uh, yeah, and I'm going to make the assumption mom and dad don't know how to Zoom, and so we're going to get a lot of nostril shots or, uh, like, nice shots of just, like, the neck and upper torso or just a blank wall. <laughs> All the good stuff. <laughs> I love a good blank wall. I, I should have a good story next week because Eugene, who – for folks don't know, is an architect, and one of his projects, a hospital project, is through public approvals. And so they're, the city that is being built in is having a town meeting via Zoom oh, wow. uh, tomorrow night. So, I mean, town meetings are already wacky and weird. So it, on Zoom, it's like Parks and Rec on Zoom. It should be yeah. quite fun. <laughs> This is Zoom-related, but it wasn't the technology that made the situation weird. But I was hosting uh, trivia for for a a company, I think. I think it was a company. And uh, the section was they were supposed to – there was eight photos of bearded celebrities that they had to identify – and after they submitted their answers, I'm tallying up the scores real quick. And there's like 45 people on this in this Zoom. And during this part, everybody's just like talking. This woman starts telling a story about her and another colleague that's on the Zoom, how like 20 years ago they were in New Orleans and encountered someone who was going to hurt themselves. And this other gentleman talked this person down. It was just like long, emotional, five-minute story that's happening during Zoom trivia, and I'm a stranger to all these people. And I I said something like, uh, I am going to journal about this transition later tonight, but let's see how you did with your bearded boys. (laughs) 
Just <laughs> gotta get through round five. Yeah, just trying to get through round five. I'm like, I, I, this this needs to end. This needs to end. <laughs> but in true fashion, I was also heckled via Zoom for the first time, which was a lot of fun. Where they were upset that some of the questions were uh, listed as statements and not questions, even though it was clear what was being asked of them through the statement. Like, I'm like, I need a Netflix show, and the statement is the description of the show. And they were like, uh, it's a question, so, I mean, it's a statement, so uh, I don't know what you want us to do with that. I'm like, well, <laughs> read the fucking category. <laughs> so not really Zoom flubs, just like personal flubs. <laughs> Uh, what's the uh, best trivia name you've heard for a team, Mike? Oh, um, that's great. Oh, now I'm blanking. I should go back and look. There have been some really good ones. There's this team of women that uh, this isn't the best name, but it's like the funniest ongoing bit because I see them every week that go by the backroom bitches. And they do it because they just want me to have to say bitches into a microphone because they can, like, see it making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and then they always assume, like, oh, what dudes in the back pick this team name? And it's these two very polite women over in the corner that think it's hysterical. So that's, like, the funniest ongoing bit. That's yeah. not a good team name, though. <laughs> <laughs> the last time Joel and I went to go play trivia, we were team uh, gay divorced dad and his two kids, uh, which... Was a really accurate name for for me in this situation, but man, that's a lot of words to write on that little slip of paper every yeah. single time. Yeah, you got to yeah. abbreviate that after a little bit. The the host was very confused by it too. Yeah, he did not get what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, that maybe that closes the chapter on Zoom for now. Although Jason and Joel both have uh, upcoming stories that will be and. Ready for next week. Can't wait. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, gay dads, uh, should we talk about Jerry Falwell? <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. Well done. <laughs> segue. Fam- um, famous gay dad, Jerry Falwell. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not gay. Are we going to get sued? Probably. Um, Give me something so- to do. I think our our favorite uh, punching bag would be Liberty University. Uh, And uh, they announced today that Liberty University is uh, being sued in a class action lawsuit by students for mishandling of the Rona virus. And I can't imagine a better thing to happen to worse people. Um, So according to the lawsuit, it's because they're not refunding tuition and fees uh but let's face it this should just be for the gross mishandling of saying come back after spring break things are fine i know they i really wish the i want the lawsuit to be direct i want them i want it to be individuals that it's directed at i feel bad that it i mean i don't feel bad for liberty university but i i really would like it to be names i just want names to be listed of like jerry I'm sure there's a Linda involved. Just, like, name those names. <laughs> it's always Karen. I think it's funny because when you, when you read the article, it says that 
uh, the students that filed it are doing it anonymously because they're afraid of retribution, which was uh, really high on Jesus's list of commands is, you know, an eye for an eye uh, and run a shitty college. Those are the two <laughs> biggest things Jesus wanted his followers to do is intimidate and threaten people and not teach evolution. Yep. Those are like the two biggest things on his list. Well, I, just, I can't wait for the vice president for student affairs to move on to his next job after Liberty, after hopefully he gets sued out of a job. And his resume just reads Trump University VP for student affairs, Liberty University VP for student affairs. Like, where do you go after that? Like, I think he should have Indiana State. Indiana State. <laughs> I think he should have to go to something or she. But let's be honest, it's probably he in this situation. I think they should have to go to Vassar. I think they have to go to like what what could be the most polar opposite of those institutions, and it's Vassar. Although Vassar's so far that way that it almost like circles all the way back around, like it's that far out. What about just like a, a UCLA or a Stanford? Yeah, those kids would eat them up. Yeah, I don't. I you know this is a weird time where schools are like faced with weird decisions. And like jobs are at stake and stuff, but I, I really am rooting for Liberty to fail. And that's a weird place to be at, but I am like, I, I, that's what I want. So question, could we do a pitch to, I don't know, probably TLC at this point and uh, do like a trading, like a white swap, but instead (laughs) really bad, uh, administrators to like their nightmare schools and see if they learn anything yes (laughs) wait so are you saying send good administrators to nightmare schools or nightmare administrators to yeah yeah if if it's trading if it's trading deans or something like that you got to send like the good dean to the bad school and the bad dean to the good school yes yeah yeah i mean you got you've got the ohio state to michigan You've got yep. Liberty to Vassar. You've got, you know, that it makes it, it's perfect for rivalry weeks. It's great. Yeah, this is great. This is a, great this idea. Is a good idea. Texas to Oklahoma. Harvard, Yale. Harvard, Yale. I do like that idea, though. I like the idea of doing a Dean Swap. Dean Swap is really funny. I've also just been a fan of of trading. Like, I think that, I think that department should be able to trade employees, like, especially if it's a new employee within like your first two years. It's kind of like a rookie contract where like if you get if you if you get traded, you get traded like you don't have a lot of say in that. But then as you move up the ladder, you can have like, yeah, I'll come on as your VP, but I have a no trade clause. You can't get rid of me unless I decide to go or you can't trade me. You can fire me, but you can't trade me. But man, I just I know like early on I'd be. I'd be in my boss's office being like, hey, you got to you gotta move me. You got to move me. Get me into soon activities. You got to get, get me out of residence life. I'll provide Did cash. we ever do a, a job draft? Did we ever do one? Is that what you said? Yeah. The closest we came um, was Joel presented something last week. Last week or in the podcast? Just about like I where – I interviewed you. Yeah. Um, I feel like I did a video a long time ago too, but I don't think it was a draft. I think it was a, like the power rankings for or something, but I do yeah. think that'd be funny. A draft is funny. I think we should like get signed uh, too. The Indiana University HESA program 2021 class. 
it's a draft. With the first pick of the 2020 draft, <laughs> Vanderbilt University selects Kyle Curtis, second-year grad from the University of Central Florida. He had a 3.2 GPA, but GPA doesn't matter in higher ed. He was really involved. <laughs> How do you get a 3.2 GPA? <laughs> in, group, in group dynamics, he gets stuck on storming. God. A plus, Mike. A Thank plus. You. Thank you. That's the only gla- class I remember. <laughs> I took I took a, um, a, a counseling class as a part of my grad program, and they had an adjunct faculty member who on Veterans Day, she, it was like the week before Veterans Day, and someone was like, well, hey, we're not, we don't have class next week, right? And she's like, well, did you serve? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, no, then I expect you to be here because it's for veterans. <laughs> and that's the only thing I remember from that class. I just remember being stunned. I'm like, I don't think that's how Veterans Day works. That's <laughs> like, were, yeah, like uh, were you Jimmy? Did you ever steal anything from the Native <laughs> Americans of this great land? Then your ass better be in class. <laughs> yeah. Did you die and then rise again three days? <laughs> See you on Easter. <laughs> Who gets off for Easter? I mean, Good Friday, I guess. Sydney's in Connecticut. <laughs> Shout out to New Hartford, uh, to Salem, will happen. <laughs> New London. I didn't name like one Connecticut city there when I was trying to. I said New Hartford and Salem. I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a Salem, Connecticut. It yeah, might well, be. I meant to say Hartford and New London, but. I mean, the weirdest thing for Veterans Day for me was I went to Texas A&M uh, as undergrad, and that was the everywhere else I've been, whether working or as a student, has given Veterans Day off. A&M, with Corps Cadets being formed as a military school, didn't give Veterans Day off. It was the weirdest wow. thing ever. That is really weird. If there was ever a school. Right. That's weird. I remember when I moved out of Boston my first year in New York and we didn't have Marathon Monday off. And I was, I was so mad. I was so mad as <laughs> I streamed the parade at work. Not at the parade, we the marathon. Patriot's Day as trademarked by Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. So Every, everybody's got today off, okay, guys? <laughs> We're going to watch the socks and run around for 26.2 fucking miles. For the, for the 20% of higher education staffers that have not worked in Massachusetts in their career, <laughs> Monday... Uh, like the fourth, the first Monday in April. What 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 is the the technical definition of Patriots Day? Would it have been yesterday? No, it's no I think it's, I think it's next Monday. Next week, it's, it's right. upcoming yeah. Monday. Yeah, it's like the third Monday in April, right? That's what we're yeah, talking about. Something like that. I don't know. It's, yeah, every yeah. day off, Jason. It's uh, it is. So uh, I've been working in downtown Boston for almost ten years, and we're literally on the parade route. The parade route. Thanks, Mike. We're literally on. We're on the race route, right? Like we're so close to the finish line, and we've been open every single year for it until this year. We have it off, and now it's not happening. Wow. And now there's no marathon, but yeah. still have the day off. So that's good. I'd also like to say ninety-five percent of the people that uh, have the day off for Marathon Monday, it's truly a parade. You're just like drunk and in the city, so. I wasn't that far off. <laughs> no, you're you're pretty accurate. 
It's just a parade of really thin people just <laughs> making their way down Con Ave. Thin people are thin shaking. Uh, <laughs> dropping energy packets behind them. Shitting themselves. That's the title for the episode. Bloody nipples. Bloody. Oh man, bloody so nipples. When, when I worked in when I worked in Massachusetts in the state schools, we got all of the made up Massachusetts holidays <laughs> off. Anybody else get those? So like, there so was like many. one. This uh, Bunker Hill Day was one. There was one that was like the last day that like the British were in the state. I forget what that. It's like evacuation day, right? Yeah. Is that yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Like you just had random. Massachusetts only holidays and, and coming from the south that was that was eye opening because we didn't really do that down in the south yeah you guys did some different stuff yeah yeah we did <laughs> yeah we had uh, Mardi Gras off when I was in Louisiana so you get the Monday Tuesday and Wednesday of Mardi Gras off because the college knew no one was going to no one would show up to anything. Yeah. And if they did, it'd be drunker than a Friday tailgate. So you might as well just make it a day off for three days. My like my girlfriend went bottom there too. Like everybody from the students to the president. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, everybody was drunk. Yep. My girlfriend went to Tulane and she was explaining what Mardi Gras was down there, and it. I mean, I know what Mardi Gras, but like for a college student, what that experience was like, and I, man, I can't imagine going to school in that environment. Well, and the thing about Mardi Gras that a lot of people don't know is it goes on for 40 days, yeah. right? It's not a one and done. It just keeps going. Yeah. You're just inebriated for like a month and a half. And then I don't know if it's right before it or right after it, but then like Jazz Fest happens. Like there's always a month-long yeah. festival happening. <laughs> yep, yep. God, should have went there instead of Florida for grad school. What were you thinking? I know. Free. I was thinking free. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, for those of you out there uh, paying for graduate school, huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Choices. Yeah, come on. It's not too late. Transfer. Get traded. <laughs> <laughs> Get traded to the accounting department or something. <laughs> you need to pick one that's easily transferable. Like There's accounting. Be like a financial aid assistantship somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. God. The worst. I wouldn't want to do it, no. but I'm sure someone could. So I'm 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 gonna double back real quick to to this whole idea of working in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Like what where in the country would have the worst association like that? Because I, I worked in uh, Salem State, shout out to the Vikings. Uh, for two years, and that meant two Octobers in Salem, Massachusetts. And I don't know, I'm guessing all of, you know, everyone that has ever, you know, even thought about giving the higher education has been to Salem in October at some point. Yeah. It's just because it's a very New England thing, and higher ed is a very New England thing. So I just imagine a lot of people know what kind of shit show Salem is in October. So that's when you talk about Mardi Gras in New Orleans... October in Salem. Is there is there anything else that would like trump that? Or Trump's not a good word anymore. That would top that. Yeah, I think the closest thing I experienced was Tampa, where they had Gasparilla, which uh, it's this it's a month long thing. They do it like seven different times, where it's like pirates taking over the city, and they celebrate it like a 
a ship comes in and they take over the city. But it's just an excuse for everybody to get drunk. It's really Tampa's shitty Disneyland. That's what, what I learned is that it's just like that sounds like that sounds like an option on Sin City or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Like let's let's turn on the Gasparilla switch and have the pirates come take over the city. Yeah. So we can test out, you know, that's a Sin City joke there. That's a, that's a deep cut. <laughs> but that was the closest thing I experienced to, like, uh, just everybody being drunk. But thinking, like, through all of the schools, I don't know. I wonder, is, like, the Rose Bowl parade, like, that? Well, I guess not, because it's New Year's, so none of the students are really there unless you're there for the football game, right? All right, so that's that's the thing we're going to have our, our our proud listeners come in and tell us. What is worse than Mardi Gras, New Orleans, October in Salem, what what is worse than that for just because I mean, I, again I worked in Res Life at Salem State so you got to think about like all of these drunk people from downtown Salem that are there to visit quote unquote visit their best friend from high school who now goes to Salem State so you you've got so many guests you've got so and I'm sure I'm sure Mardi Gras is the same way that anybody who has a friend that went to Tulane or you know any other school in New Orleans. They were like the most popular person during Mardi Gras because you had an excuse. Now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go visit Justin. He, you know, he's at Tulane now. I'm gonna go visit him during Mardi Gras. Same thing at Salem State. Oh, I'm gonna go visit Teddy at Salem State. You know, you may not have actually cared about that person in high school, but now that they're in a, a really awesome place, you wanna you wanna go. You're, now you have a place to crash. I, what, what is worse than that? What is worse? I bet this. So this is an annual, but the. I bet when the Red Sox won the World Series for the first time, that that experience in Boston was pretty horrible for college for college professionals. But it's, but it's not extended. the The thing about Mardi Gras in Salem is it it takes for a month. thirty-one days. Yeah, that's a good it point. just keeps going. It's a good point. Like the uh, the World Series and Super Bowl parades that we have to endure so often. Here in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, uh, it's short-lived. It's one day of uh, hell, and then it's over. Uh, Mardi Gras in October, just keep going. Is there some, like, Cornhusker month in Nebraska or something where it gets <laughs> wild? Or <laughs> Yes, where they just celebrate corn for the yeah. entire month, yes. <laughs> what about... what Shuck Fest. <laughs> I love Shuck Fest. Uh, this might be too soon, but I'd be curious to hear from people down at UT San Oh, not UT San Antonio, UT, UT Austin. And I wonder what, it, like, South by Southwest, if it's normally pretty nutso during that time. It's uh, completely nutso from my friends who work at UT in, uh, in that area. It's just a gong show for, like, three weeks. Yeah. That might be up there. And I still don't think it touches Mardi Gras because... If you're an 18 to 22 year old, you're already going to be bananas in Mardi Gras, and then you bring in all the 18 to 22 year olds who don't live in New Orleans who are just there for right. it. Well, those are the ones you have to worry about. The uh, the locals, they know what's up. They right. know how to act. It's the uh, the people from Florida who come to visit. Can we pick on Florida? Yeah, all, all yes, and that was better than yeah. what I was going to say. That probably that probably brings up like people like Miami, like coastal Florida schools. Probably spring break month is probably just a nightmare as well. Yeah. Well, and spring break really isn't even a month because since it's it's all over the place. Like our yeah. spring break was the uh, first week in March, and I know schools that have spring break as late as like the second week in April. So that's like a month and a half of hell. 
And whether it's the first week of March or the second week of April, still going to get my spring break in during a pandemic, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go lay on that, that sweet, sweet uh, polluted sand. And, uh, my spring break is essential. <laughs> cloudy Gulf of Mexico water. <laughs> All right. So, so we've got a couple of things for the listeners. Number one, download Quibi and uh, <laughs> rank which, which between me Straight guy one from Humans of Higher Ed and Mike, straight guy two from Humans of Higher Ed, would do better on what's it, what's it called? Game show. Game show. I didn't even want to say it. I knew what it was called. I just didn't <laughs> want to say it because you could hear the way I was going to say it. Uh, and number two, tell us if your school has a time, like a block of time that would be worse than Mardi Gras or Salem, Massachusetts in October. Those are the two big asks. For the listeners. I'm glad you brought that up, Billy. I don't think Salem would have ever been on my radar, and I, that probably sucks, especially because you're not like a real city where there's other distractions. Like, if you're there, right. you are there for right. that. Ugh. Like, Salem, if you've never been to Salem, it's basically designed the same way it was in, like, the <laughs> 1600s. Like, there's one road in, basically, and one road out. And you'd so still you be burning witches. Or something... <laughs> You don't get groceries in October. Like you don't you get you get groceries in September and hope they last. Like you don't leave campus. It's a so lot are, right now. Yeah, I was gonna say they are well equipped for uh, life in a pandemic. They are they're prepared. Yeah. yeah, on a good day on a good day my commute when I was at Salem State, my commute was maybe six, seven minutes. In October, it would take me forty five minutes to an hour to get home. That's just how gridlock and just bad gets in that town it's ridiculous yeah you miss it a lot right oh no i do i do yeah. it's a really cool city but uh 11 months out of the year it's awesome one month out of the year you are in tourist hell <laughs> i miss it and i'm like what 10 miles away from it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you can walk yeah i'm on my way right now <laughs> It's going to be real hopping down there. <laughs> Make sure you put your mask on. Seriously. Uh, I, I wore it today. I was just going to ask, have you, have you guys had to get creative with masks? Or do you have, like, actual masks? I made mine out of a t-shirt. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was talking about MASC's masks. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Uh-huh. <laughs> Call back. No but, no, but for real, I was talking about masks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jason. I'm gonna make you retell that part. What are you making? What mess are you making? I wasn't listening fully because I was so ready for that joke. <laughs> it's it's you know we should just leave it at the joke. I'm not sure it gets better than that moment. Um, my mask is just a t-shirt. Womp womp. That's what mine is too, with like hair elastics around my ears. I just wrap mine twice around my neck, and it is tight enough. Oh, that's good. Joel, yeah. do you do you have a mask? We had Eugene found some like old stuff from like construction sites. So we were using that for a bit, but I um, recently bought a nice fancy mask from a friend who has like does like um, really nice belts and t-shirts and stuff. And he's like he's got a bunch of extra fabric, so he's making nice masks and stuff. Oh, nice. So I supported a small business. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Billy, you probably yeah, you don't have partner. to go. Go outside, do you? Yeah, no, my partner, my partner, uh, my partner's made, I don't know, probably 40 or so masks by now. She's really crafty. She, oh, cool. uh, 
We actually, we actually, she made a ton, and we, we drove them into Detroit to the food bank we volunteer at. They were looking for donations. So. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She makes them all. I don't, I don't do anything. I just wear them. Yeah. I, I wear one. I don't, I don't wear them, and then we donate. <laughs> try them. <laughs> try all forty on. Yeah. Make sure that, they work. That, that completely defeats the purpose. <laughs> we keep getting mad when we go for a walk and we see, like, the medical masks on the on the on the street. But then we're like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was a reason they got rid of it at that point. Not that they should be dumping it in the street, but we're always like, what a waste. Why are these masks out there? And then it's like, oh, they, they probably used them. <laughs> like, those aren't clean masks being dropped. Like they sneezed. Yeah. And then I'm like, it, maybe it's medical workers on their way home from work. And they're like, fuck this. And then drop the mask. And I'm not going to hold them to the standard. If they don't want to throw it away, they don't have to throw it away, Okay. <laughs> I don't condone littering unless it's medical workers during a global pandemic. And just litter, litter away. I don't care. Shit. They're coming after you now, Mike. <laughs> the best part about, I mean, no one, none of you could see it either, but that was an undercover cop too that just did that. So it was like a little SUV. So there's the fire station maybe a, a block and a half away from the house, and it is um, always super sirony, yeah. which is um, always happening whenever I'm asked to speak in a Zoom call. It's uh, <laughs> it's always good timing. That's pretty funny. Has any what's like? So that's a good example of a distraction. Has anybody else had like a wild distraction on a Zoom call? Like kids come flying in, dogs, guns. Billy. <laughs> Still in the box. Still in the box. I forgot to check. I forgot to check on that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should. I was with a coworker today, and he was out on the porch. It was nice and sunny. He has kids out there, and I mean, it sounded like those kids were murdering each other the way they're screaming. I mean, like I know that's normal kid stuff, but I was concerned for a second. But then one of them came over and. Uh, Corker gave him the headphone and the mic and was like, so we were asking him, like, how old are you? And is dad cool? And he was like, I don't know. And we were into <laughs> everything. We were like, well, that's how we feel about him too. So. <laughs> I've been doing these gym classes for kids uh, through Zoom at, for mixed results. But uh, a funny thing happened today <clears throat> or after an exercise. I'll have them. I'll be like, all right, high five, and put like your hand up to the camera. And one of the kids just came flying in, and then all of a sudden you see like the camera shaking all over the place, and then like the dad scrambling to get the computer back up. The kids like rolling around on the ground. It was so good. It was good. It was one of those moments I wish it was recorded, but you can't record kids on Zoom. It's frowned upon. <laughs> Another time for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, we should wrap up though. Folks, what'd you say, Billy? So especially not when you're wearing soft pants. Breathe <laughs> <laughs> the mic. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I think we should. So let's end. I think we ended this way last week. Uh, do you guys have anything you guys are looking forward to? In the coming week? Uh, so I just got some cinnamon raisin bagels, and I'm really excited to uh, try that out for breakfast uh, this week. So that's uh, really going to be my highlight. Nice. I like a cinnamon, cinnamon raisin bagels. Are you uh, cream cheese or butter? Cream cheese. Okay, good. 
Yeah, I'm not a heathen, Mike. No. No. I'll continue the food answers here. Uh, we do. We we started freezer Fridays where we only eat things that we can get from like the chest freezer in the basement because we're just trying to a clear that out and make the rest of the food last a little longer. Uh, and I found a rack of ribs in there the other day, just kind of at the bottom. So I'm excited for freezer Friday this week. I'm gonna gonna you know throw some throw some ribs out there. That's pretty good. Yeah, that sounds great. That's what the chicken wings were last time. Those were frozen chicken wings that were just oh. in the bottom of the freezer. Just kind of randomly found them. Then I had wings on Friday last week. Freezer Friday. I like that. Hashtag Freezer Friday. Joel, you have anything positive in your life? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll go food, too. I mean, I, just, I think... Well, I would love to find some freaking yeast and, like, flour. Like... That's the one thing. Nah, Instagram has this. all that. Instagram took all that. <laughs> but I'm just like, you know, I want to do some baking, but I'm trying to figure out like some minimal flour recipes. But yeah. I'd probably make my own pasta this weekend because like the pasta aisle is also decimated. So it really banana is. Bread, Every day is making banana bread right now. I was making banana bread before the pandemic. I was cool before the pandemic. Before the gays. Joel was pre-gays on the banana bread. Yeah, I have food for me too, probably. I don't have any food-related stuff that I'm excited about, I don't think. I finally I found that I'm I'm feeling creative again, which is cool because that took a couple weeks. So I'm working on a couple of different video things right now that I'm excited about. Uh, and that's fun to just be excited to do creative stuff for a little bit. Because I think there was this pressure to do creative stuff with all of this free time that I had. And it was really hard to do that. So now to allow myself to watch a season of Rome and kind of shake the cobwebs out, I'm ready to, to make some stuff. So that, that's exciting. I am excited about that. So whether or not they'll be any good is still, still a question. But I'm at least going to make some shit. That... Uh... I would say that is irrelevant to the whether it's good or not. We just want to see your face on a video, Mike. There we go. Thank you. You're welcome. <clears throat> I had to make sure last week I shared a video uh, while I had a mustache. Also, you saw it in the podcast, but I was only allowed to have that mustache for 48 hours, so I had to make sure I had <laughs> captured it in a video before. <laughs> Kelsey, got, I like fell asleep while my partner was on her way home from work. Because uh, she's gone for like five days at a time and then comes home. And uh, I, I like forgot to shave before she got home. And she was, I don't want to say she was so upset, like it was outrageous that it was an overreaction or anything. But it, she's like, I've made it known how I feel. And you chose to not have it gone yet. She's like, you made a choice. So this is what's happening. <laughs> so, so I got rid of, I got rid of it pretty quickly. <laughs> It's like the it's like the parent when they're like, I'm not upset. Yeah. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. That was what your mustache did in yeah. that moment. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And she's like, I you know, I'm very supportive of your stuff. I'll like it. I'm probably not gonna share this one. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very good mustache, right? You know, I you and one other person uh told me that they liked it a lot. Um but almost ninety five percent thumbs down. <laughs> But it made me feel good, and that's what's important during this time, you know? <laughs> that's that's the role I play here. That's the role. Jason makes Literally. me feel good. 
All right, guys. Any last words? <laughs> any last words? Like we're dying? Uh, any, any last? <laughs> any last contributions until we're back next week? Life is hard. Life is hard. So wear those soft pants. <laughs> <laughs>